talking with you straight out of the library with town news, book recommendations, and we have two amazing guests today. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, we haven't had guests for a couple of podcasts because um, mm-hmm. it's so busy in the summertime, but um, today, special guests coming in for our summer reading program recap, mm-hmm. but before we introduce them, I want to introduce you. Um, Joanne Kitchell, our children's program director, is here today. Hello. And you are less than 24 hours to your vacation. Are you super excited? When I said, hey, can you fit a podcast in before you leave? You were like, sure. I haven't packed yet, but Mm -hmm. I've done laundry. Um, You look strong for end of summer reading program, I have to say. I am strong. You are strong. And Amy Wyman is here. Not Amy White. Amy Wyman. And um, she's going to help me hold the fort down while you're gone. But she probably wants to be at the beach reading a book. Sorry, sorry, Amy. When we all take vacations, we gotta like suck it up and, and cover for each other. So we're thrilled that you're going on vacation. It's <laughs> are perfect. You? Yeah, we're gonna do so much while you're gone. What are you even gonna do? You're gonna uh, clean up my mess. We're gonna clean up a little bit of the magic. Uh-huh. I have to say, it's gonna be sad. And speaking of cleaning up the magic, you know what know. went away today? Mm, the, the bunny. The, the front bunny. yard looks literally naked. The bunny is gone. So yeah. sad. Where does he go? Where do your well, displays go? He's in the so the bunny in the magic hat. Um, is right now we wheeled him down the road and we got a lot of people stopping to take pictures <laughs> and that was pretty funny I'm shocked um, I'm shocked I know he's um in the barn right now and on the way to get him my husband said we, did we ever name him and I said I never named him anything and and he said um he said well I was just thinking that we could have named him. I know I can't think of what he said. You. Something about Bonnie. What? Bonnie the bunny. Bonnie oh. the bunny. Mm-mm. And I said, I didn't think about that. And he and he also was thinking about Bunny Bunny Whaler. Yeah. But um, I never, I never, I never heard him. a child say a name either. Mm-mm. He was no. just like a really strong. He was just our bunny. Yeah, he was a great mascot for the whole entire summer, and um, we wouldn't have taken him down, but the hat was starting to show a little bit of too much wear, and I didn't, I didn't want to leave you guys in the lurch if mm-hmm. I was gone for a week and something. Mm. And terrible not, happen. Right. Not even a little bit of vandalism, which is like, thank you to our community and for the number of people that drive by it every day. I mean, you'd think there might be one naughty person out there <laughs> wanting to hit it with like a tomato <laughs> or something. But <laughs> yes, no, he was in perfect shape, just a little weathered. Yeah, so, just right. the hat. He looks as good as the day he was right. made. I agree. Totally mm-hmm. agree. So um, we are celebrating 10 years of summer reading programs with you. Thank you so much. I Welcome. know that um, I went back and took the pictures of the outdoor displays, and there was only one year where we didn't do it because of COVID. Silly COVID. Right. Um, but nobody noticed because they weren't leaving their house. <laughs> I did make I did make a small sculpture for the front, but it, in miniature form. In that miniature year. form. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah. I do remember that. So mm-hmm. thank you for 10 years of dedication to our community. Welcome. Phenomenal. Um, let's get right to it. I want to recap the numbers because okay. they're so good. The New Hampshire State Library uh, asked us to track numbers and drum roll. How many kids signed up for summer? 206. Amazing. Amazing. Hi, Dan. Dan from the general store just walked in. He doesn't listen to me. He's not even watching. Hi, Danny. <laughs> um, no and matter what we do to get people to sign up, it feels like 200 is the magic number. Right. So anytime we go over 200, it's like cheers. I think that that is what our community supports. Yes. 200. There's around, always around 200 or so, give or take, at the at the school. Um, 200 is about all the tent can hold. I think so. And so 
the, the kids go from birth to 17, so they're clearly not all over at the school, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know what that is a percentage of. We should find out what um, percentage we get. It's a good percentage. Of the kids, because I think we do. It's pretty good. And, and then how about this year we tracked books a different way. Yeah. Um, instead of having people write out the whole book name and the author's name, you simply had to put a star on a star chart. Yeah. And what amazing feedback we got from that. And yeah. I think the numbers prove it. Well, how many books did we read? 3,637 books. Um, that's almost double. Double. Hey, that was good. I think it's your method of madness. I think the stickers really encouraged people to um, come in. Because it's easy to put you know five stickers down when you've read the five picture books mm -hmm. at story time. Right. And um, that's a huge number. I was um, I was happy because it was a bit of a chore before for the, that fell on the parents. And the counters, the people who have to count the number of books, you know, because some kids would like write the title of the author and then just start another title and author and right. it was just like a sheet of scribble. So yeah, it was yeah. easier to count and um, hopefully it wasn't too tasking to... I think you should do it again. I will. I will do it again. All right. And so, then we did reward our top readers, mm -hmm. the kids who read the most books in their, was it age group? It was in their grade? age group and I'm going to probably change it up a little bit next year, but the age groups are teen... And that is seventh grade and up, okay. uh, fourth through sixth grade, first through third grade, and then birth to an independent reader. Okay, how'd they do? Um, good. I don't know how this one teen boy got 40 books. Isaac Jones. So I want to ask him, what were you reading, Isaac? What were those? So um, um, Isaac is a ferocious reader, and their family is our top, one of our top borrowing mm -hmm. families. And are they homeschooled? They are homeschooled. That makes a big difference. I think. So um, he read 40 books. And then in the four to sixth grade category, Abby Dury, who is in sixth grade, uh, won, uh, she read 83 books. That's is, a lot of chapter books. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. What and grade is she in? Six. Oh, man. That's a whole summer of reading. I know. I want to interview these people. Yeah. So what were you reading? And then in first through third grade, Xavier Lee Hayward. He's in first grade. And he's my um, my fun story. Uh, Two hundred and sixty-one books. Get out. He, I believe, learned to read during this summer, or it's certainly learned to love to read. Mm -hmm. And toward the end, he was reading these um, early readers, mm -hmm. and uh, by the end, he was really excited to tell me that he's moved to level two. Ooh, awesome. So Success. he's he's Success. a great he's a great. Uh, little guy and I'm, I'm happy that he was um, I thank so him because never ever ever have we checked out so many early readers oh gosh, from this so tiny little so section many. they got all the love this he this would summer. come in like almost every other day like 15 yeah. they're books, the hardest books, to shell yep. mm -hmm. because their spines are so yep. small and you can't see like like the off any of the labeling on them and so. he um helped his brother that's just slightly younger than him um like to read too because he didn't his little brother yeah. john didn't really want to he wasn't really interested so he would kind of like hang out with with xavier and listen mm -hmm. and then he started learning awesome. uh, to like it himself so i feel really happy and then our birth to independent reader um matt conroy uh read had read to him 211 books and I want to just say briefly about about this birth to independent readers. Some people have said, "Oh, you're going to count picture books? They can't even read." And I and I think, well, that's sad for you that you're not understanding what we're right. trying to do here. 
that if you are reading to your little child 211 books, that means that you are instilling a love of reading of course. to your child. And um, good for you, Matt Conroy's yeah, mom. Yeah, um, where do they think phonics comes from? You just like learn letters and read? Yep. No, you have to be read to. And also the thousand books before kindergarten is the recommendation. Mm-hmm. So these people are right on path. They're if on you track. read over 200 books this summer, you're on your way. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, so that those those were great readers. And we and so we gave out uh, trophies to the, these top readers. And then we had medals to give out to people that just had like really high numbers. Um, we had a lot of, lot of kids close to these numbers. Second, third, and fourth place. Yeah. Nice. So Excellent. that was good. Awesome. Um, so the trophies went out at the finale, mm-hmm. which was a magic show finale. Pretty cool. Magic Fred yep. uh, came, and you got a grant for that. So mm-hmm. um, tell me a little bit about how the finale went. The finale was a lot of fun. It was a, We had to do, we just had to do, a magic show because our theme was reading as magic. Mm-hmm. And you had found this guy at one of your conferences it was your library. I was at a conference for directors, and it was like kind of like a lot of management programs. And I walked by the ballroom of one of the things, and Magic Fred was in there, and everybody was laughing and hooting and hollering, mm-hmm. and it was loud. And I'm like, why is there a magic show guy here? And then turns out our theme was magic, so I'm like, I mean, if we don't go with him, who are we going with? Exactly. And he was super good. Uh, he was very good, and the weather has been, you know, rainy and stormy all summer, mm-hmm. and, and um, our finale... It was going to be a rainy day. Not just rain, but thunder and lightning. So we moved over to the school. The school let us, at the Mount Vernon Village School, let us use their NPR, their multi-purpose room, which wasn't ready yet. So shout out to Mr. Pringle, who takes care of all the maintenance over there at the school. He worked really fast and furious to get that room ready for us. So that was really nice. We had such a good turnout, too. It was great. We would have spilled out of that tent. 100%. 100%. 100%. And the kids, what what I found, that Magic Fred was great, but um, I found that it, it didn't really matter. Any The kids were so excited to be able to, like, laugh their heads off and scream without anybody saying, shh, be quiet. I know. Nobody was telling He was a little bit like your crazy uncle at your reunion that gets all the kids riled up. And then you're like, really? i got to put the kids in bed. And now we're going to give them cake. Yeah, and we're going to give them cake. Um, It was wonderful. So I loved it. Excellent. Um, Did you give out the grand prizes? Who won the grand prizes sponsored by the Friends? Oh, yes. So the grand prizes, Briar Roy got the magic kit. She won the magic kit. She was also levitated. She was a levitated girl. <laughs> that was part that of was the show. That was fun. That was super we fun. We were just talking about that. We don't know how we did it. Well, uh, it was magic, obviously. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> might have been something under his coat. Did I, you not see it? No. Did you? Yeah. There was like... Shh, shh. Oh, okay. I what? Saw, I, saw, I, saw, I saw how he might have magically rise. Really? Risen her from the table. <laughs> yes. Really? It was a really good illusion. A very good illusion. Because online, I saw him behind the table, mm-hmm. and he had this fancy print shirt on. Uh-huh. So, like, I thought, oh, there's like got to be, like, a, a, a panel or something there that's uh-huh. holding yeah. her up, but it looks like his shirt. So I checked his shirt when he came, and it was a different shirt. I'm like, oh, that's not it. So I really stared when he did it, and then I saw how he did it. Oh! So, because you could see his whole body behind her, and she was above the table. And I'm like, how? Oh, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'll draw a picture later. Are you draw a picture? <laughs> well, I found it fascinating. It was. So, Briar, maybe 
will become a magician after Maybe. that experience so. because now she has a magic kit. And then Addie Rockefeller won the six foot tall unicorn sprinkler. I am begging them to send a picture of what that oh looks God. like. I know. It's actually over six foot. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. That's, that's not counting thing. the water coming yeah. out of it. And then Soraya Beetle won the uh, Harry Potter Lego set. Excellent. So Excellent. Congratulations. Oh, yes. Okay, so for the next part, talking about programming mm-hmm. and all the things we did in the backyard, I yeah. want to introduce our special guest. Do okay. you want to take over and, sure. and honor our two neighbors? They're neighbors. Too. I know they are neighbors. I invited some of my favorite people in the village. They look nervous. Uh, they're <laughs> blushing. They're <laughs> blushing. Charlotte Pepper and Eva York. Both live on Main Street, and so they are my neighbors. It's so yeah. easy for them to get here. I know. They just walk to work. I know it. So, you guys, thank you for coming today. You both are going into high school. You this are. You're going to be freshmen. No, they're going to ruin you. Don't no, they're going to love it. And um, before we get started, I just want to say about these wonderful humans that I've known you guys for a long time. Evie, I've known you a little bit longer. You and your sister used to come to story time, and um, maybe with your crazy curly hair. you guys were kind of enamored with me. You liked me. I was kind of a big deal. <laughs> and I remember they live across the street from me, a little bit kitty corner. And I remember they would see me and look at this road and start to run. And I remember thinking, Ugh. Do you remember me talking to you? Like I went over and like you can't come across the street, right? Ever, ever, you know ever. that, right? I was one little bit worried. Were you afraid of her a little bit? No. Oh. <laughs> no. My neighbor told me I could never run across the street. And then Charlotte, I met you, what, were you in first grade? Yeah. So little, wow. you were a little bit, you were pretty little though too. Yeah. And a handful. You've always been a, like a passion. <laughs> Your mom called and said, we heard to call the library to find out if someone could help us get a sitter to get around the bus in the morning because your parents are both teachers, so they have to leave early. But they only needed someone to stand at the bus stop, right? And yeah. Like, we're going to find someone. We're going to find someone. So that's how I met your mom and dad and how yeah. I met you. So yeah. if they were just, you know, if they knew everybody, they wouldn't have needed our help. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you guys are longtime um, visitors to the library and longtime helpers you work really yeah. hard for me and they're like I appreciate the it. teenager foreman out there now though they're like the boss of the helpers you guys like. will be the boss next year because um adeline who works here and has also been a volunteer forever she's graduating so she is moving on and so you guys will definitely be the ones okay for charge. our audience who don't know what we're talking about oh, why sorry. do you even have teen volunteers uh, because do we do a lot of programs. How many did you do? We did 33 programs, you guys. Under the 10. That's a lot. Oh my gosh. Yes. So that is up story times, wacky Wednesdays, craft oh days, Maybe. stuffed animal sleepovers. Water play, wacky Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. We're like Crazy wacky. stuff. So, um, and you guys were my mostly companions. You guys were there for did most of it. Did you do it yourself, I'd be honest, if you had to? No. No, I don't, no, so. I don't think. I certainly would not you like it to. very much. No. I wouldn't like it very much. It would be really hard to do because um, some of them, you don't know how many people are coming. Like story time, you don't know. It could be, you know, 20 Kids people. It could bathroom. be 60 people. Guys, that's what I saw from the inside. Yeah. Like, you guys were great escorts to the kids, like, getting them in here, sign your books up. So many raffles, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, some need help with tickets. Some have to go to the bathroom. Some are just, like 
I'm hot. And like, you're just very kind. It, it seems like very you're kind. their big mm-hmm. sister that they need. So I, I'm curious, you guys were mostly there for almost every craft. What is your take? Do you guys want to like say anything about the summer? Like, what is it like being on this side, on the volunteer side? Because you've also been crafters. Yeah. It was definitely a lot of fun just helping out the kids and like, I guess just being here at the library. Mm-hmm. It's fun doing all the crafts too because sometimes like when there's not a ton of kids, we just like do it like next to the kids and like show them like how we do it and then they like kind of follow along. Mm-hmm. It's definitely when um, kind of like we try our best to like be be helpful to the kids because I remember when we were little, we might have been a little kind of scared of the bigger kids. Yeah. Oh, really? And oh, like there's like someone <laughs> I you was were? too. Yeah. yeah. Did, were they mean? No, they weren't mean. They're just like these big just people, tall. tall, that we are like always there, and they were kind of just like a little stressful. Not really stressful, but like yeah, a little something to like try and impress. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, I think that they all uh, loved you guys, mm-hmm. and I know, I know that there was one little girl. She wasn't old enough for crafting, but she oh. was the other. Do you remember? Um, Karen. Karen. Yeah. Karen. Um, I think. I think you're her person. Aw, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. She's like chasing me around with the bubble gun. It's like the bubble. Um, she likes you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a favorite person you want to give a shout out to? Um. Well, I remember last year, uh, Lita Emerson yes. loved you. Brother yeah. is one of my I didn't favorites. see Lita really. <laughs> that Brother much comes in year. and shows me his crap. And, <laughs> Do you guys um, know who Brother is? He, Lori Thomas's son. Yeah, uh huh. Zachary, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they call him brother. And um, he always comes booking in after he does the craft and he has it in his hand. And so if you saw the slideshow, there's probably like five pictures of him because uh-huh. he, he like posed with the, with the kaleidoscope. He sat with his little bunny yeah. on the mirror, and like I just can't resist taking a picture of him because he's so cute. He is really cute. And, uh, yeah, but he's little, right? Like if he's six. Uh, I think he's going into first grade. Yeah, he's one of your I think. Out there. I think he's only first grade. Okay. So I feel like he really needs a teenager to help him, mm-hmm. and he's out there, and his sister's doing it just fine. But um, what was your favorite craft? What was the best thing? Um, I really like doing the little. The one with the, the bunny and the hat and you got tiny magic, tiny magic stage. That was, that was probably my favorite too. Mm. Really? I also kind of yeah. liked that one was really fun because you got to like place them and it's kind of like this your own little like stage Sweet. that you can play with and then also kind of like the lantern because there was like more hands on more painting more like um, creativity. The mushroom. Oh, the mushroom. He was cute. The mushroom. That was our first yeah, one. Like, good one. I really like the enchanted garland because like the kids just got to pick out their own like thing and they got to like choose their own design and it could like be their own thing kinda. I loved Different that from one. everybody else's there was so kinda. Much fabric out there. <laughs> I loved that one. It looked like a quilting bee. Yeah, mm-hmm. it had that vibe. All over the table and doing the tasks. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. you could have done it forever, right? Yeah, well, yeah. You did like four it. hours. <laughs> <laughs> we did it for hours. Right. So yeah. that's one thing. Um, there's kind of a misunderstanding about crafts because I know back in the day people would say, "Can't you add more crafts?" So 
when you sign your child up for a craft at 10 o'clock and it's 10 to 10 45 and you go you think that's it no mm-hmm. there's one at 10 there's one at 11 there's one at one there's one at two mm-hmm. we try and get 40 minimum but mm-hmm. you plan for 48 even mm-hmm. more right mm-hmm. so what you're not seeing is that i'm glad you enjoyed the craft but we had to do it three more times and maybe one more time with the teenagers right so mm-hmm. like by the time you get to the last session it's a little bit like have, do we have enough supplies? Right. So one of the things really hot. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things we do for the teenager is we provide lunch, and I say we, but it's not us. The friends of the library mm-hmm. pay for the kids to have lunch over at the general store, which is, I don't know, just like a good break between it's the an, morning. I and think it's a nice break. Do you guys like the break time? I like it. It's like charges us for yeah. like the last like two crafts at the end of the day. It's a big day, mm-hmm. right? You're yeah. getting there between nine and nine thirty. Yep. And then leaving about three thirty yeah. earliest. Yeah. That's a long day. We never to want four. you to leave us, but that sets them up to be perfect camp counselors. Like we would mm-hmm. like write a high recommendation for you. <laughs> and it wasn't just you guys. We had what about ten? About ten yeah. people that and they would come in and out. A lot of them came the same. So uh Ariane was a yeah. frequent flyer mm-hmm. and Aaron and Emily. Ellie. Ellie. And of course, um, Eliza. 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 She was here almost so every time. That sounds like it's kind of fun. Then mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's a little bit of you know unpaid volunteer work, and you're gonna need that because the high school requires. High school, yeah. Did this mm-hmm. require forty hours? Forty back to forty. 40 oh, it's hours. back to forty. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. It was 40. only twenty because like the scene because COVID, I think. Right. right. So, so you're gonna need forty hours of volunteer work. Might as well do it here. Right. That's right. Fun and lunch. I think <laughs> I, like just over because I know I missed a week, but like. Just like this, I got like way over forty for just one summer. I bet easily, yeah. mm-hmm. easily. You, you helped a lot. Um, one of the favorite programs that you did with teens that I love because there was a teen program too. I loved the salsa guacamole. Night. Did so you guys go? Yes, you gotta do that. That was so much uh, that fun. Was really yeah. fun. It was like mocktail margaritas because you had that yeah. fun slushy machine and um, listening to music. I didn't think it was gonna like be so fun cooking. I thought it was gonna go so fast, but it was uh-huh. like so much. Chocolate yeah, actually, yeah, it took a while. And it was fun. I was terrified that someone's gonna chop their fingers off. Off. The salsa was really good. You wouldn't have noticed right in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, the salsa and guacamole were really fresh. delicious, yeah, was and it was fun, and it took a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. And people were like, nervous at first, but then everyone got in there. Yeah, it was good. And I call it like home ec anymore. I felt like home ec. I don't know. What do they call, they call it? Like facts. 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 Family and consumer science. Oh, just right. facts. So okay. fancy. Mm, I guess so. I called home ec when I was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it because mm-hmm. I didn't go to a school like that. But oh, sorry. I know. Um, but there are some questions that I ask my guests. Yeah, we got to know. So this is not a scary one. Some of them are scary. I want, we always ask our guests how... Did you land in Mount Vernon? Do you know your you know? birth story? <laughs> like, when did you move here? Okay, so I used to live in Milford when I was um, younger. No. And then, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, town rivals. We were always, like, kind of planning on moving, like, moving somewhere because, like, it's better schooling. Like, Milford doesn't have, like, a lot of good schools. Yeah. Um, but, like, then I got, like, lead poisoning when I was, like, a baby. And, like they were like chipping paint on like the oh boards of my walls, and so then we like knew we had to move. So then my grandparents already lived in Mount Vernon, so then we ended up moving with in with them because we couldn't find a house anywhere else really. So now, when did your grandparents turn the barn into their 
that was when like right when we moved in pretty much but um, my mom when my mom was going into middle school she they moved here so it's like been my mom like the house my mom grew up in kind of so mm-hmm. that is such yeah. a cool story wow. your grandparents are super cool by the way they are and the house right next to the cemetery is it yeah. the people ask you is it creepy to live next yeah to the it's not you just kind of get used to it uh-huh. it's, it's beautiful, beautiful. neighbors <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The cemetery is really old, and the house yeah. is right next to the oldest section. Yeah, so um, it's pretty neat. I and your your yard goes way goes back. Way it's so yeah. beautiful. Okay, so I think that's it's lucky good. that so you so you were little house, little, right? I was I was like one and a half when mm. you moved up. Mm. Okay, so you're a forever memory, baby. Yeah, yeah, you are. Forget that, Milford. That was just you know <laughs> that was just something. anything. All right, Charlotte, you're up. How did you land in oh. Vernon? Um, we kind of got a house when I was, like, kind of little, like, I want to say, like, one or one or two, maybe. And it was more kind of on the outskirts of Mont Vernon. And it wasn't, it wasn't really near anybody. We didn't really know anybody because we were so far out. And mm-hmm. we, we were, like, uh, the house was kind of just, like, falling apart. And there was nothing we could do to fix it. So we are like, we need to move somewhere. We need, like, get away from this old house and we ended up I know I finding another old house but this house also falling falling apart (laughs) and mom's like this is the house and she fixed everything all up and now it's just it's perfect. It's perfect, yeah. Yeah. And it's two doors down from the library, so you are literally our next door neighbors and that house is completely transformed and magical so your mother did a good job and i hope yeah. they never leave i know i hope both of you never never leave. Leave. unless you have to go to college and then that's awful, so. well there was a time when eva you guys were thinking about going to california do you remember oh, yeah. those days yep but then we didn't mm. we wanted to stay here nobody wanted no, no one liked that no. we were all i, I don't want to we were all rooting for that yeah. not to happen so mm. yeah. that's good that's all right really so that so that's your origin story very good. And now I'm moving on to the speed round. I can't wait to hear oh. the bell. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ring the bell, and then you just have to, like, blurt it out. You can take turns if you want. Um, what, <laughs> go first. <laughs> what is the last book or the book that you are reading? No Summit Out of Sight. Tell me again. No Summit Out of Sight. No Summit Out of Sight. All right. Is that your South Vegan book? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, the Island, and that's also my summer eating book. Okay, very good. Now, so, all right, I'll, I'll circle back to it. Do you want you, me to circle? No, all right, so, so the summer book, the book that you're reading, is it on the list? Mine's, mine is not. <gasps> mine is. Yours is on the list, yours is not on the list. I'm so curious how this is going to work out. I know Would, we talked about the Sohegan reading list on the last podcast, and mm-hmm. it's coming. You'll, they only got a couple of weeks mm-hmm. to read those teens. Yeah. Are you finished? Are you almost finished? I'm almost done. I'm like half, like three-fourths <laughs> away through. So yeah. since you didn't pick a book on the list, you'll go into the um, group of people who also did that, and then you'll... So it's like your book. so it's that like kind of like the category of the book. Like if it's like an adventure book, like there's a group of people that it's an adventure book. Like you all go together and talk oh, about it, kind of. Okay, so they That'll do groupings mm-hmm. of like the type it's of book you read. Find so. your people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're all grades, right? It's yeah. not just freshmen. Yeah, it's all grades. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very good. And you're reading yours. Is yours? Yes. You picked a big one. Yeah. You should have the one I that I said. Oh, uh, Hotel <laughs> Magnifique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two days. I think it was good. You read it too? Mm-hmm. It I was did. good. I listened to the audio book. 
Are you ready to represent my Vernon to talk about your book intelligently in front of other people? Yes. Excellent. That is all I ask. That is all I ask of our teenagers. Read your book and go down and be part of and the discussion. And shine. Shine a I think you guys are going to love um, the high school. They are. They're excited. Yeah. You're ready. I'm ready. Excited. Yeah. You're ready. Tired? Am I boring you? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. She's always on podcast. So. I know it. All right. Here's my Good question. I would like to know what your secret talent is. Go. Go okay. Um, I can juggle a ball, like a soccer ball, with my feet. How for how long? Um, I want to say <laughs> 20 seconds. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Prove it. No. I know. I know. I just happen to have a soccer ball right here. <laughs> it's not good for podcasts, but. I know. Yeah. Right. That's impressive. Okay. okay. I can normally juggle. <laughs> Normally juggle <laughs> with your hands. With my hands, yeah. Uh, that skill. is a skill yeah. that I do not yeah. have. No, no can't, can't do it. Life depended on it. A That's million dollars. That's good. Okay. That's very good. Who taught you? Myself. Excellent. You too. Very you too. You too. All right, those are good talents that might come in handy. Does anyone have a, a question they want to ask? Oh. Do you have one? Do you want to ask them? Um, yes. Okay, no here question, comes Bonnie. Right. I'm just going to um, ask. What are you wearing to the first day of school? Oh. <gasps> Uh, I want to say, um, when I'm, uh, probably my sweatpants and probably a shirt that I might get. What if it's hot? You want to be like low key? Is that the idea? Yeah. No rules in high school. Yes. You can. Did you know that there is no dress code in high school? You wear wings on your back. You can wear a tank top with straps. (laughs) You can. I think your belly. They don't show. care. What about you? Open toe shoes. Is that allowed? I'll probably wear what I'm wearing right now. Jean shorts and a shirt. Yeah, I'll probably wear this. What I'm wearing right now. Yeah. All right. The reason I ask you is because when I went to ninth grade, right? Yeah. We had gone on this big shopping trip. Yeah. To get high school clothes. Uh huh. And do you remember Esprit, the brand mm-hmm. Esprit? Oh, sure. Yes. Okay. So I bought this fantastic sweater. A sweater. <laughs> and I remember it was hunter green and gray and black stripe. It was so cool. And I had a spree jeans. It was 90 degrees on the first day of school. But what did I wear? What did you wear? The sweater uh, and oh, the spree yeah. jeans because fashion first. Yeah. And I was pouring sweat in all um, of <laughs> and so I, like, were. I can't take the sweater off. I can't. So I'm just saying, make good choices. <laughs> I wear did, summer clothes. I did the same thing in fifth grade. Uh, yeah. went, went back to school shopping, bought a sweater, loved it, said, I'm wearing this on the first day of school. My mother said, it's going to be 80 degrees. You don't want to wear that. And I said, I'm wearing it. Uh-huh. I'm wearing Same it. thing. Yeah. All right. So a little wisdom sweat. here on the first day. Yeah. We'll don't wear a sweater. Do you have a question oh. for the Mamie? Oh, okay. I'll pass over my bell. Right. <laughs> What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, of course. Oh, cookie dough. <laughs> I'm pretty basic. Just like cookies and cream, probably. Nice. Okay. That's good. What did you say? Oreo? Uh, cookie dough. Okay, well, good news for you. Axel's Ice Cream donated um, (laughs) chocolate chip ice cream sandwiches tonight for the summer concert series, and they're free, so just run to the gazebo before they're gone. There's only 50 of them, and for sure I'm going to pull two aside. (laughs) My besties are coming. (laughs) Like, I'll say you too, but that's kind of cookies and creamish, right? Yeah, I love it. Um, So high school is so different than middle school, and I remember Mm -hmm. that my, so my kids high school Jackson's almost through with high school but middle school whenever they had something dressy up like costumey it was almost like if you did it you were like a a, a nerd or something mm. right so i remember middle school was like middle school is kind of a time to crush your soul 
Yeah, mm-hmm. like where Very. people are judging you and making you feel like no seat at this lunch table. Find another one. Right. right. Not, not and, inclusive. And how high school is is different. Very. And um, I I'll just give you this tip: Fang Fest mm. it is not middle school. Oh no, yeah. Man. Don't even mm-hmm. do a partial thing. Right. You go all you out. It. Also, volunteer. Get on some um, mm-hmm. boards and committees and yep. groups, and you definitely get to find your people. You're going to see each other in the hallway and be like, hey, I know you, but like I'm with the music kids. Or the, well, you're going to find your group. They're going to be in the soccer because they're both yeah. um, they're oh, both they they're both we're trying we're out both for goalies. goalies. What are goalies? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, August 14th. Uh, 14th. Are you like, you're both goalies? Yep. Yeah. Well, I was going to tell you to start running, but they don't have to run. Yeah. Do they make you run anyway in the beginning? Yeah. 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 That's one of the tests. I hate to tell you, but they make you like run and they time you because guess what? The fastest gets gets picked for first team. So Is yeah. that They're right? Like, it's true. Of course. You can't get the slowest runner. Well, like sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. Depends. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're like good and fast, then yeah. Yeah. I see. Good but if you're bad. bad and fast, then like no. <laughs> they also kind of look at our strengths and then what we need to work on and then they'll like pick us based off if they think they can help us improve those skills. So are you guys going to be frenemies or are you friends? Friends. Good. Good. Because so, anything could happen to a goalie. Goalie gets out. Concussion. Second goalie. I know. Broken Second goalie bones. gets broken. First goalie goes back. Lose the chicklets. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, we're definitely going to a JV game. I mean, unless you make varsity. I know. I would love to come. <laughs> I... I'm an excellent fan. Okay, we're done. I would you will love to come as little as possible. But <laughs> it could be worse. I'm not your actual mother, so we're like crazy ants. The crazy ants, and so um, <laughs> I picture goalies as being like fearless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys fearless? You just dive all around. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are. I, I didn't know this about. This is exciting. I know the goalies. We're I know. going. I know it. Okay, good. All right. That's what I got for them. I you really, can go back home and take a nap. I'm really glad that you decided to come. Make sure you listen to the podcast. Tell your friends. We You're going to be famous. We're going viral right away. So. All right. We're going to pause it. Take one minute break because we got to hear what Amy is reading on the beach and what we Absolutely. should be reading on the beach. And then just a little more town news because a lot of stuff is happening in the library for adults yeah. for the rest of the summer. So okay. um, we'll be right back. Pause one second, please. <laughs> All right, we're back. We let the teenagers go home. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to take a nap. I don't know. Charlotte was yawning there at the end. Yeah, it's only <laughs> 2 o'clock. I mean, they barely just got up. But, well, they came um, in with slushies. We did work them pretty hard in the summer. Like, they had to be out under the tent at, what, 9? Um, yeah, they worked hard, and I should have asked them if I, well, if they liked me. <laughs> they they liked of course they do. They of course they do. Well, or they I wouldn't do. come. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they are like our saving, um, well, more you than me, but I really appreciate it. Because they can just skip. They don't have to come, right? Right. Eliza, she could just be like, no, I don't feel like coming today. You know? <laughs> but it's so great. So, perfect. All right. Are we ready for book recommendations? Sure. Um, a lot of stuff is new coming into the library right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is stuff that you've recommended. So, people yep. are searching it That's out. Good. So thank you for all of your recommendations. You're welcome. And what's going on with new books, old books, and what all have right. you been reading? Yeah, so a couple books that I've read recently that I really enjoyed. The Housekeepers by Alex Hay. I've heard this book described as Downton Abbey meets Ocean, 
Ocean's Eleven. Mm. I can't oh. wait. So it was really, really fun. So it's a heist novel set in a house in early 20th century England. Not I'm yet. getting it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm bookshopping Friday morning. So that's perfect timing for you to tell us. Yep. So it's got it's got a really interesting story. It'll keep you guessing. It you know you're you're on the edge of your seat because you want to see if they're going to get away with what it is they're trying to get away with. Is so. it murder? Um, no, I'm I, I'm not going to give anything say, up. It's say. it's it's a really really great story. Uh, another book that I enjoyed recently was Hello Beautiful by Anne Napolitano. Now I she, am still on the wait list for that. Okay. Oh. I think it's like on reserve. the pickup shelf. Okay. Someone had it on reserve after me, and I brought it back, and it's still there. So maybe that person's on vacation. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, she wrote Dear Edward, and this was her next book, and it really is beautiful. It's it's just a great story about families and the capacity for love and forgiveness. And um, Did you cry? Really, really good. Yeah, no. I did. Oh, actually, oh, I did I a little bit. I can tell. Look at yeah. I know. She could cry right like, now. It was, it was really good. I'm really looking forward good. to it. It's been yep. on my top five for summer, yep. but it's been out. Right, yes. Yeah, it's been, out, yep. Out, out, out. Yep. And then another book that I read uh, that I loved, I tore through it, I couldn't stop, was it's called The House is on Fire by Rachel Beanland. And this one, it was only available on Libby as an ebook. And I'm generally not That's interesting. a lover of ebooks, but I'll do it if is I it have new? to. It just came out, I want to say in May. And I put it on reserve right away, and I got it just a couple weeks ago. I waited and waited and waited and got it and just couldn't. I put all my other books aside and just tore through it. It's based on a real historical event in Richmond, Virginia. There was a theater there that was a horrific fire in, I think it was 1811. And the Rachel Beanland um, found some true accounts of different people and kind of took their story and ran with it and made up bits and pieces. But she used some pieces of truth as well. And it was a really interesting take kind of on um, women, women's roles in society, men's roles in society. Um, of course, 1811, slavery was still legal in America. So there were slaves and kind of how what their lives were like. Um, historical fiction, it was, it was really, really good. Um, it was, I think it was an independent pick. It's a, you know, like an indie novel. Oh yeah, indie pick. Um, yeah, indie pick. Um, Ooh, so those good are cover. those. Yes, the cover was was very eye catching. Fire. Um, it's got fire. So it's yep. And it's the house is on fire. That that is the term that after the fire had started, one of the actors went out on stage and said, "The house is on fire," because that's you know they you refer to a theater as a house sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the the house. So that's that's Ooh, where the title came from. The house is on fire. Um, so other books that I've read that aren't as new, new, I finally got around to listening to the audiobook version of Spare by Prince Harry. Oh, and you I were really, catching me up on that. Yep. I really, really enjoyed listening to him he narrates read his thing. own words. He did oh, as he, he's the narrator. So it's, you really feel like you're just sitting with him and he's telling you all these salacious details of, of his life and his family. I and, think I am going to do it on uh, audio. Oh now. yeah. It was now really I, good. Why I, didn't I think of that? That, that was one yeah. definitely, I looked it up. I wanted to be sure it was him because I thought, well, if it's not him, I'll just read the book book. But it is him. Mm-hmm. And Driving around your car. Yeah, you just, it's Harry. like Prince Harry's just telling you all about <laughs> right. things that his dad did and things that the queen said. And 
um, things that happened to his wife. And man, the British press, they are relentless. Um, so that's, if you haven't read that yet, I would say get your hands on the audiobook and listen to it because it's worth hearing it in his own voice. Another book that I read recently, um, also as an audiobook, was Shrines of Gaiety by Kate Atkinson. This was her latest book. Mm-hmm. And it had kind of been low level on my radar. And there was one day I didn't have any books out on Libby and I was just looking to see of the books that I have on my wish list what was available and that one popped up and I thought mm, okay sure I'll do that now and it was big it was long I think it was like a 16 or 17 hour audiobook um, but so many moving parts but like intricate and complicated in the best way not like in a oh my gosh I can't keep track of these characters it wasn't like that at all it was it was really really interesting it was about the the nightclub scene in London in the 1920s. And so you're... We own this book, right? We do, yes. yes. It's got a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cover. cover. Just when you yes. said the 20s Like thing. blue and gold. And, mm-hmm. um, and and she's really good at this, Kate Atkinson, at, at writing these kind of bigger novels that have all of these characters. And it's it's this intricate web of how they're all interconnected. And um, that one was, was really, really good. What's the title again? Shrines of Gaiety. Mm-hmm. And... I am, I admit, a little late to the party on the Thursday Murder Club series by Richard Osman, but I've read two of those books just in the last couple months. So Thursday Murder Club is the first one. That one came out in 2020. Um, it's, it's set at a retirement home in, it's somewhere in England, and one of the ladies in the retirement home is like a former MI6 spy. And so you meet her, you meet several other people who are in the retirement community, and there's a murder that happens. And it's kind of what they do and how they, their, their hand in solving the murder. And so then there's, they're this group of, of buddies, and the books go from there. So the, the second one, it kind of picks up where the first one left off, mm-hmm. but now there's another. How many are in the series? Um, he's The fourth one is coming out in September. Okay. So the first one is Thursday Murder Club. The second book is called The Man Who Died Twice. And this is one of those books where you think, oh, I have it figured out now. I know who did it. I know what they're doing. And then you, you read a little bit more and you go, oh, no, that's not it. Oh, I know what it is. It's this. Mm, nope, it's not that either. Good oh, writing. it's this. And it just, it, yeah, the writing's really good. It keeps you guessing. It's really fun. The third book is called The Bullet That Missed. And the fourth one comes out next month. It's called The Last Devil to Die. Sounds like we got to get all four. I guess we I do. don't have any of these. So right? Nope. And I, I, have, I have the Pulowski family to thank mm-hmm. because they requested the Thursday Murder Club I want to say earlier this year through interlibrary loan. And they're our top borrowers. Yep, yes. And they, they read a lot. And they, I I hadn't heard of it. And I thought, what is this? This looks like fun. Doing it. And so that's, yep. So that's so thank you, Pulowskis. Um, so now on to books that are relatively newly published that I haven't read yet. Of course, Ann Patchett's new book just came out. Just Tom came Lake. Out. Tom Lake. Can't wait to read it. I've l- read nearly everything by I've heard Ann great Patchett. Things about it. It sounds really, really good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's set not in thick. Michigan. Did you know that? No. It's set in Michigan. Yes. yes. I should be it's, getting that. Yeah. It's a short one. I have to say, when I unpacked it, I was like, "Is this it?" Right. So didn't seem too too long. So I'm sure it will be delightful. I. I I think I've loved everything Ann Patchett has ever written. So, and she was actually just in. Concord um, 
last night. What? She was there. Gibson's bookstore uh, had, had her. Did you see her? Um, I didn't. I saw her the last time she came around, and they, they did the same exact uh, presentation for um, the Dutch house, and I went and saw her there. Um, and I can't remember. Her more closely. It was uh, Katrina Kennison, who's also a New Hampshire author, more of like a memoirist. Mm-hmm. She had a blog and then developed it into books. It's the two of them, they're really good friends. And so they appear on stage and Katrina interviews uh, Ann Patchett. Nope. And so they did that again last night uh, up, in, up in Concord. Another book that uh, I just heard about this, it's by Claire Fuller. And she wrote the book, she's written several books, but the one that we have is called Swimming Lessons. I want to say mm-hmm. it came out oh, I read that. maybe 10-ish years ago. Yeah. And she's written a couple other ones since then. But her new book is called The Memory of Animals. And it just sounded really, really interesting. Kind of um, post-apocalyptic, sort of, that, which that tends to be my one of my favorite genres. <laughs> um, it just sounded really, really good. And then another book that I stumbled across thanks to an Instagram post. Um, I'm not usually into poetry, but I heard about this book called And Yet by Kate Bear. And I just... I need to buy a copy for myself, even if we don't end up getting one for the library. Uh, There was just one poem in particular that just really struck me. So I thought, okay, I need to find out who this person is. And and that's, it was from this book called And Yet. And then last but not least, upcoming books. Alice Hoffman's latest book, The Invisible Hour, comes out next week on August 15th. So of course, Alice Hoffman, I mean, come on. What's the title? The Invisible Hour. Oh, I got it today in the mail. I saw that. Until <laughs> yes. you see the cover. But, but we don't really have it because no Wait, one can I'm not check it out. to share it. We can't check yeah. it out oh, until August 15th. One of you wants right. it before August 15th. You have to wait. Mm-hmm. So. And then... Um, the cover is witchy. It looks really good. Yeah. yeah it looks I do need witchy. to take a book with me. Mm. Are you back by the 15th? We could just say she checked I'm it out first. on the 17th. 17th. Yeah. Yes, please do. Yeah. I think you're, yeah, you're the yeah. perfect person to do a preview for us. Okay. Thank right. you. You may have to wrap Thank it in you. brown paper so I know. no one knows right. what you have. <laughs> Just be like, I know the publisher and I got it early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> advanced, it's kind of a big deal. Advanced reader I'm copy. kind of a big deal. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, goody. Yeah. Because so I'm reading a dud right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want to say what it is? Well... I, let me let me yeah keep going okay all right because yeah. I have I also have a book that I read recently and I feel like I was just saying <laughs> yeah. to Bonnie earlier I feel like I need books. to warn people I want to be positive but okay mm-hmm. so anyway the last two upcoming books I wanted to mention Good Bad Girl by Alice Feeney comes out August 29th and she's kind of like um Megan Miranda um Ooh. Ruth Ware, um, Lucy Foley, those sort of suspense thriller. She's in that same vein of writer. And I've liked her other books. So that's her next one. And then Catherine McGee, the American Royals, the fourth book. These are YA novels, just pure guilty pleasure, fun reading. It's called Rain, like like a reigning monarch. Mm. Not rain, like falling from the sky rain. Mm -hmm. So R-E-I-G-N. That also comes out August 29th. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, those are all great recommendations. And of course, we put them in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And here's the fun fact my sister reads, um, listens, and then she also goes in and gets those recommendations. And she awesome. reads what you tell her to read. That's nice. So. Nice. Oh, Thanks, Brenda. I know you're Yay. listening in your car right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's our biggest fan. Hey. <laughs> um, awesome. We've been chatting for a while, but like I said, 
the summer reading program is over, but the summer's not over, right? We have right. a lot Another of programming month. on the calendar for August, and I just want to shout out to the Friends of the Library. They had a really fun event um, in the beginning of July, July 17th, so I don't, I think our podcast had already been published, but mm-hmm. um, the Flamingo in the Backyard, yes. it, was, it. it was fun. It, it was, was the gathering that we needed, mm-hmm. you know, to get the friends to kind of come out and get together, because when you're a friend of the library, you sign up your membership, and maybe you don't go to any meetings, and mm-hmm. we have a couple fundraisers a year, and, and if you want to volunteer, you can, or you don't have to and then maybe you never see your friends so mm. um i think it's going to become an annual event I it, think was, it should it was so fun the best part for me was of course i love setting up right i love mm-hmm. setting up when nobody's there and yeah, it's like it's <laughs> right it's like yay so you know we're having a party mm-hmm. but it was the potluck part of it mm-hmm. people yes. brought awesome food Good so like things. it takes all the pressure off the host mm-hmm. that you know the board of the friends of the library didn't have to like be cooking and or pay all the money to have food come up that mm-hmm. you don't even know so people knocked it out of the park, and mm-hmm. there was so much food, and then we just had a little bit of a cocktail hour, so it was, like, very social, and people, no one sat down. I was worried, like, oh, we're not going to have enough seating, mm-hmm. and the seating I had, hardly anybody sat. It was right. really, like, mingling, talking, and, and everybody mingling. was really, like, dressing fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think they'll even double down next year. The so theme was good. I had gotten Hawaiian lace, just in case you didn't wear anything mm-hmm. festive and you felt out of place, but Anne Dad had full pants on that were like from Talbots that had flamingos. flamingos. <laughs> and yeah. um, she said, I David almost got Sturm rid of these. had flamingo shorts or mm-hmm. were they a shirt. He had flamingos on. He, yeah, so. they had hats. And also, the picture of um, David and Sheila Sturm on the blow-up flamingo. I love it. That like, was great. That's that a framer be, right there. That's a framer. You're mm-hmm. 80. You look back and say, look how fun we were. <laughs> um, but that was a really great night. So thank you to the friends. They um, mm-hmm. do all the fundraising and everything that they do comes right back to um, our programming and library and community. So it was fun to have um, just a party yep. out back. So thank you for helping with all of that. And then big announcement. They haven't even announced it yet, so I'm just going to mention it on the podcast. We have been spending a lot of Thursday nights under the tent planning for uh-huh, right. the next Friends of the Library fundraiser. And lots of people have been asking us, are you having a book sale? And we didn't get to do the plant sale um, on Spring Gala because our plant chairperson was having a graduation and they couldn't be here and it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. i was out of town too so just didn't make sense so we're moving all that fundraising energy into the fall and the friends of the library are getting ready to announce that they are having a new event called the fall friends of the library fall harvest market so i don't know what rings in your mind when you hear that but that's where the book sale is going to be junk jewels is coming back Mm -hmm. they are going to sell daffodils bulbs so this is the time of year you plant daffodil bulbs so they're going to have bulk bulbs there and they're talking about packaging them up in little bags so maybe like there's 10 in a bag so you can just easily go by their table and pick up some daffodils but imagine Mm -hmm. if they if everybody bought those daffodils and put them in their front yard and then we become the town that has the most daffodils Mm. i mean we're practically nantucket (laughs) (laughs) but um they're adding in a food element too so Mm -hmm. they were trying to get food trucks and that might happen and they're talking about maybe putting live music there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's still in the, they're pulling together their final activities for the, the day. costume corner. Oh, 
I forgot about that. I'll ah. be there. So September 30th is kind of the week that we start asking the kids what they want to be for Halloween. Right. right? We ask them any year, any time of year. Any time. But like, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Kind of, you know, like we've just gotten over Lampson Farm Day, and here we are, the last week of September. Mm-hmm. This is right when this sale, Harvest Market Day, is going to be. So um, it's going to be over at the Mount Vernon Village School. So you're going to head over there and check out the costume corner with Joanne. Are you going to dress as a witch? I'll be shocked. Um, of course I am. Excellent. <laughs> and go in and pick from the books. And then we are accepting book donations. You know how mm-hmm. we have no room here, so we, we can't collect them year-round. Mm-hmm. But Friday night, drop them off. Saturday, you're going to see awesome books for sale, just like last year. And Junk Jewels coming out of the closet. How many years of Junk Jewels does she have? I don't know. Two? At least two. Right. So, so Junk Jewels, we lots. accept everyone's lovely jewelry donations, and you can find some cool stuff in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna. They're talking about doing a chili chili chowder bar. I would go to that. hundred percent. Yeah. So if food trucks don't pan out. You're gonna have some chili and chowder. I think they're gonna have face painting. Face painting. It's mm. gonna be good. So um, maybe pumpkins. Keep that on your radar. Mm-hmm. Just pencil fun in for September 30th over at the Village School. It's penciled in. And I mean, I'm sure the first spring gala, nobody thought it was going to be good. And now it's like 30 years later mm-hmm. and we're still doing right. this fun event. So yep. that's where we're trying to add something fun. And then it's a fundraiser. So there you go. Um, other things that are happening, the new, we got two grants, the mm-hmm. New Hampshire Humanities to Go programs that are coming up um, this Saturday. August 12th. You'll be gone. You sorry. can't come. I'm so sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. Um, I miss it. We're doing the cellar hole. The woman um, who does the uh, walk, is it a walk back in time? The Secrets The secrets of Cellar Holes, I think is the title of it. So when you go in the woods in New Hampshire, there could be these dips in the ground mm-hmm. and they're covered yep. with rocks and you're like, what the heck is that? That was someone's cellar. Mm-hmm. That was, right. Oh, that's what it's called. A walk back in time cellar holes. Sorry, I lost it for a minute. Um, so she talks about what those are. And like there was a That's house great. there at one time, right? So I have one in my backyard. You do? Oh, yes. Meg wow. Baker and I are neighbors. She's the president of the Friends. And when she bought the property, they started digging. But my good old neighbor, Mike Warren, mm-hmm. used to oh. go into the woods and dig back there. Right. And he found... All kinds of things Metal came out. detecting. Yes, wow. so all kinds of things. Because you buried your garbage, right? Right. Or maybe you burned stuff. So there's all kinds of treasures around cellar holes. So that's my mm-hmm. question for her. Like, like what is what is the era of this? Mm-hmm. You know, when it's got to be like 1700s. Are you doing this under the tent? We're doing it under the tent this Saturday. And Humanities to Go programs are open to the public. So anybody who wants to come, it's not just our town people. So, mm-hmm. And then our last uh, program of the summer is August 21st. And it's the songs of emigration, and it's uh, traditional Irish music. That sounds so, so good. It's going to be so good. I've heard mm. great things about this guy. So he's coming on a Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock because it's the finale of our senior summer social program, which hasn't been social at all. We've had to cancel for rain so many times. <laughs> yeah. But um, again, anyone can come from the community. You don't I'll have to be a senior. Sure. Yeah, it's going to be super good. So. Those uh, were grant funded, and I'm excited to open our library to Southern New Hampshire visitors, right? Mm -hmm. And um, two things that have to do with um, our good friend Stephen (laughs) O'Keefe. That's right. uh, We love Mr. O'Keefe because he's so generous to the library, Mm -hmm. and he has good, fun ideas. He does. They're all fun. We never say no to him when he wants to do something fun. So Mm -hmm. first he came to me and asked me to do something that maybe isn't fun. (laughs) It'll be fun. But it's necessary, and I think it's super important. So on um, Wednesday, August 16th, coming up next Wednesday, I know you're not going to be here, but know, maybe we'll do sad. like a cardboard cutout of you. Okay. <laughs> Put your question we in a bubble. We have a cardboard cutout of you, Bonnie. Yeah, guess who's coming? 
Who's coming? Um, Mike Berry, the new superintendent, uh-huh. the mm-hmm. former Sauhegan High School principal who was just promoted. Mm-hmm. He's coming up with the new principal, Dana Dana Curran. Curran. And they're going to do a meet and greet with the Mount Vernon residents. That's so wonderful. really special um, for the for the listeners who don't understand our situation. Our kids go down the hill to the neighboring town Amherst to the high school, Southeegan. And sometimes we're kind of forgotten a little bit, right? <laughs> like we're a smaller population in a bigger school. Right. And like they'll do things like um, they'll set things on the calendar and then we'll have something like Springdale or something very special up here. And it's like, did you forget that we're up here? Uh-huh. Like we have stuff up here too. But we vote on the budget. Mm-hmm. So that's important about the high school. And we send Amy as a representative on community council. Are you still the rep? Mm-hmm. Yep, one more year. Yep. So our our adults are down there on boards and mm-hmm. our kids go down My there every day. My son is day. on community council too. Your yep. son is a senior this year and he is an outstanding student. So we're sending outstanding students students down mm-hmm. to the school to make it better so uh, can you hear my questions already forming for <laughs> i know me? i really I know. wish i could I, be there i i don't want to like throw tough questions but i got some tough questions right mm-hmm. i got some questions for the principal and i got some questions for the superintendent because man that superintendent got bullied last time like pretty hard at the end when he left and mm-hmm. it was covid times like yeah. who saw that coming mm-hmm. that the superintendent would have such a huge role mm-hmm. you know during mm-hmm. that covid shutdown and letting people back in like before the superintendent would just show up with a tag you know like right. you kind of didn't really ceremonial very ceremonial very yeah. almost political you know peter mm-hmm. warburton uh, mm-hmm. But we really got to know Adam Steele and kind of what he thought about schools and stuff. So, yeah, it's a tough position. But anyways, the whole community, we're inviting them. And Stephen, of course, wants it to be nice. So he got it catered yeah. by the general store. So there's going to be food and drink and mingle and Q&A. So if nice. you are listening to this, please do not hesitate. Join us under there and uh, represent. And then last. So because we said yes to the hard thing, <laughs> um, we said yes to the fun thing. So... Stephen is, through the Friends of the Library, sponsoring the last fun day of summer, is what I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And there's going to be a laser tag event mm-hmm. on McCollum Field for kids in town and adults, whoever wants to come, from 2 to 6 on when, is it a Wednesday? It's Wednesday, a Wednesday, August 30th. Mm-hmm. There's going to be all these like blow-ups in the field where yes. you can hide behind them. Uh-huh. And if you haven't played laser tag before. I never have. Oh, my gosh. we got to get, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> you know what we could do? We could do librarians against police officers. I wonder if we could. <laughs> oh. Who would be better? I mean, they should mm. be. But. Well, no. <laughs> Right. They actually get trained to shoot to kill. But of, I would maybe we could mix the teams, and I could. I think I would cheat and like, like cover my laser with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, depart. We've been looking for that department head um, event that brings us together. Mm. So maybe, maybe. It's well, let's invite them. That yeah, would be town fun. hall staff against library, <laughs> police against DPW. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Funny. I think we should mix the teams. What? Just to make it nicer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not competitive. That's right. Okay. All right, we could do it that way well, too. Do you want to? Like, last picks well, I'm everybody. always last picked <laughs> having like flashbacks of yeah, my childhood dodgeball but it's going to be fun it's going to be fun and um, he was so generous that it's four hours and it's going to be like Gatorade and food and popsicles and so good so mm-hmm. um, thank you Mr. O'Keefe for your generosity I'm sure he doesn't listen to the podcast but just in case he, he does, should he should mm-hmm. he should we really appreciate it I think it's going to be super fun and that's how we're going to end the summer yeah and that's going to be it and we're, we're off to fall fun and planning and we love the fall just as much as summer but it's mm-hmm. been a great summer thank yep. you for mm-hmm. everything both of you did to get 
off of Harry Potter and on to Summer so quickly, it was magical. I loved doing the theme that wasn't mm. the national theme. Yes, it was fun. And um, I don't know what next really year's good. national theme is, but if you ever want to do it again, I would. It's something like Your Adventure Awaits. Oh, something that like good. Adventure. Adventure starts at the library or something. I'm not sure. Something, something about adventure. about adventure. Ooh, adventure yeah. sounds good. We can build something around yeah. that. Yeah, I think um, so. All right. Well, you have that 364 days. Too soon. Too soon. Have a fabulous vacation. Thank Enjoy you. every minute of it. And Thanks. don't worry about us. We'll be fine. You'll we'll be, be fine. All good. Yeah. All good. Yeah. You'll be um, happy. Amy will be happy I'm not here. Can you do this one thing yeah. for me, Amy? It'll be quiet. Can you do uh, me a favor, Amy? I'm always happy to help do you. Do you have time? Say yes. That's what I say. Do you have time to do you this? You always say yes. Of course, <laughs> of course. I can. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, Amy's so. wonderful. So. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the rest of your summer days. And um, I'm going to try and push this out quick, quick, quick so people can hear um, how the summer went with the statistics. And I'm super proud of the staff and everything we did here. So good job and enjoy the rest of your summer. Thanks. Right, you too. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.